Welcome, everybody, to Talking Elite with the All Elite Zone podcast. I hope you guys had a great start of the year with week one. So before we get started with our topics for today, let me introduce you guys to my tag team partners. Down below, residing in Florida, we have the bearded wonder himself, Adam. Thanks for joining us again today, my friend. Yeah, Thank you for having me, of course. I love being on this show. Now residing, if I remember correctly, in Memphis, we have the producer. He is the legend himself and the greatest of all time when it comes to the All Lead Zone podcast behind the keyboard, Mr. Connor. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's great to be on. Oh, good. I am so glad. Uh, so before we jump into our predictions for our the champions at the end of the year, um, let me ask you guys real quick. What did you guys think of last night's AW set? Like, what did you guys like? What was your first impressions? And as the night went on, like, how did you guys uh, think? Like, was it better? About the same? Was it worse? Like, what's your um, what, like? What was your um, what was your opinion on the whole the whole set change for the start of the new year? Uh, to me, uh, it wasn't worse. Um... There really uh, wasn't much of a change. Well, a lot of the LED uh, on the like, there's a lot more lights. So I noticed in Samoa Joe's entrance, it was a lot more red, uh, which is really cool. And uh, the opening show, the power was a little bit different for Jericho. Uh, like the fire when he came out, everything was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the new set. Uh, they don't have the tunnels, but if you look closely, I still have the. Uh, the heels and the faces, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like tunnels, but different areas. It's not really a tunnel, but I still have that kind of concept. Um, I do wish they would have had a new theme song, this new presentation. I feel like they should have had mm-hmm. something, but I'm fine if it's going to be the same theme song rather than something could be crappy. Um, <laughs> but right. I like the uh, like the fuse. It's a very good theme song. Uh, I like the setup. Uh, a lot of people compare it to uh pictures on Twitter. Um, like the old SmackDown set or the Raw set, it was looking a little bit like that. But uh, SmackDown had a little bit more sides to theirs. Uh, A doesn't doesn't look entirely like theirs. Um, but I like the new presentation. I love the new graphics. Um, they didn't really change anything on Rampage graphic wise, but the stage will of course be changed. Um, but yeah, I like the new stage and the new presentation and everything. Awesome. What about you, Adam? So I, uh, because of work, I worked very late last night. I didn't get to catch the show. Um, But judging by pictures that I've seen of the set, uh, I don't mind it at all. Um, I'm actually glad um, they, uh, I might be opposite of Connor. I might be glad that they got rid of the the tunnels. Ooh, Um, okay. Just just because, you know, um, if I remember correctly, it was uh, Soraya's debut um from people taking video um being there live there are certain angles where you can actually see her walk start walking before her name even popped up on the screen 
Um, so in most cases, like it, it's very easy to, with those tunnels, you can kind of, if you're at a certain angle in an arena, you may be able to see someone walking through and you're, and it kind of ruins that, like that element of like, Oh, it's a good person. Come. It's a face coming out. Oh no, it's a heel coming out. Um, so I'm glad they did away with the tunnels and now, uh, you can just focus on, especially this year, if you get like a surprise, you don't know who it is, if it's right. a face or a heel. Um, as far as entrances go, I have, I haven't seen any of the entrances, I've at some point I got to watch some um, some of the matches from last night and see the entrances. Um, but for me, as long as the the product in the ring is is still good and, you know, it brings us back every every week to talk about the matches and everything like that. For me, setup, I really don't care. I felt the same way when, um, you know, when I was watching, you know, WWE when it was, you know, just WWF and WWE and they changed the sets of you know, Raw and SmackDown, you know, SmackDown, it went from that fist to like a globe look. And like, I didn't really care as long as the matches on the show was good. You know, it's the same with Raw. Raw was like the three letters and people coming out. And then it was just this big, you know, jumbotron and entrance. Like, I didn't care. Like, I'm like, you can change all the sets you want, but if you don't put the right, you know, wrestlers in there and the right product in the ring, then I'm not going to watch you. You know what I mean? So um, for me, the set change doesn't really matter to me. It's about what's going on in the ring and the storytelling and the product itself. I okay. think the uh, I, I think the, uh, the product's good. Uh, the set is just a great layer. It's just uh, even more of a great product. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it's more dimension has more dimensions than the, how the two tunnels in their main, you know, Tron was. I feel like it gives a little more dimension. Like you were saying, the lighting was a lot better last night, at least my, like, at least from what I was seeing as yeah. well. So I feel like it's given us more dimension with it. And then plus, uh, I feel like last night, besides the Moxie promo, I feel like production, like, increased. I loved the sound quality with Frank. I liked it. And then a lot of the visual, especially with Ricky Starks. Did you, like, did you see that table spot yeah. that they did last night, Connor? Where his hand yeah, was just was like good. all they shot was his hand, like and you saw just a bunch of pile of table on top of him. So Adam, if you get the chance, go back and watch that match and then watch at the end because like that visual, like right there, that that stuck out to me last night. Simple little thing, and I love because I feel like now the new producer they have that's helping out with production. I feel like we're going to be heading more in the right direction when it comes to production and getting some of the issues that we were having last year and 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 all it, when we started. Hopefully, that'll be kind of nailed down. Good, yeah. So. No, and I'll definitely go back and watch some of the matches and everything like that. So, <clears throat> I will miss the tunnels. You're only but, a busy uh, man. You only work. I, I mean, a twelve-hour day yesterday, man. So. I will miss the tunnels, uh, but it was definitely due for AEW to get a new stage, new thing. It, it, it was definitely due for something new. Um, but yeah. if you look closely, if you look closely, they still have that. Not necessarily the tunnels where you could see them coming out already, but you can see uh, it still got the kind of layering of like the faces on one side and the heels on one side. Uh, mm -hmm. And like Lane said, the very small details definitely showed. Uh, and with the Jericho Pyro, it was it was a little bit different. Um, He's turning into Cody. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit different. Uh, yeah. All right. So 
Tonight's uh, topic, if you guys didn't see the title, uh, we are going to be predicting who we think will be leaving 2023 as the champion. So we'll be going through the Atlantic Championship, the TBS, the TNT, the Women's Championship, and then, of course, the World Heavyweight Championship and Trios belts. So we're going to give our predictions, and then at the very end, after we give our pick for the World Heavyweight Champion, we're going to give one wild card pick for somebody that that has a small chance or maybe hopefully we get it or it's just going to be kind of just shot in the dark saying, Hey, this, this is who I think it's going to be. So yeah, it's going to be a fun show. So uh, thanks everybody for watching. Hope sit, uh, sit back, relax. Uh, if you guys have a cold one, go ahead, crack it open and let's talk some wrestling. Shall we? Yeah, was, All yeah. right. Let's Adam, do, do you want to go first? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Let's keep tradition, the tradition man. alive. So, <laughs> yes, keep the tradition going. Absolutely. So, all right. So, uh, where are we starting? Like, do where are we starting? We start in the bottom yeah, of so, your belt and then move yeah, our we'll way up to the world like championship. The, we'll start with the, uh, yeah, we'll work our way up. We'll do the uh, TNT championship first. <laughs> okay. So, well, obviously, yeah. already 2023, and we already have a new champion, and that's Darby <laughs> Allen, uh, which was a sh- was shock to me. I, I didn't think Samoa Joe would drop it on the first Dynamite show of 2023. Um, I thought he would hold on to it and continue that feud with Wardlow um, over it. Um, but, you know, who knows where that's going to go now. So Darby Allen is entering 2023 as our TNT champion. I don't think he's going to end our, our, uh, our uh, 2023 with TNT champ. Um, so with my prediction, I'm going um, I'm going Jungle Boy winning the TNT Ooh, title and, okay. and taking it into 2024. Um, I, I feel like there's going to be a slow burn there. Um, Darby Allen will lose it eventually to uh, a heel. Um, Darby Allen may hold on to it uh, just because it seems like there is a fan base behind Darby. I mean, he is one of the pillars of of AEW, yeah. and I feel I feel like this move was smart by by booking. Um, just because I think starting twenty twenty three, we talked about it at the end of twenty twenty two that. AEW needs a, a refresh and start focusing on its homegrown talent. And I think giving the belt to Darby Allen was a huge step forward for that by giving it to a guy who's been there, you know, from the beginning. It's been one of the pillars of AEW. Um, and so giving it to him, um, I'm thinking he holds on to it for a few months. Um, and then eventually, um, my prediction here is that he drops it to Ethan Page. Um, I think Ethan Page deserves a nice little run with the TNT title. Um, the man is a great talker on the mic. He's a great worker in the ring. Uh, he's got a presence in social media too. I mean, you look at his, his toy, his toy vlogs. I mean, he, he is so entertaining on a vlog. You know, he, he, he's just there, you know, it's his own, he's his own brand. So I think him holding, um, holding that belt for a while too. And then, you know, jungle boy can actually, you know, work his way in there somehow. I mean, you already see that jungle boy is already feuding with, um, you know, Stokely and his, and the firm. You know, and Ethan Page is in the firm. You know, I feel like he's going to work this storyline with with Bill, uh, Big Bill, and that, and then finish pretty much the firm. You know, uh, ending the firm by beating Ethan Page for the TNT title and going into 2024 as as TNT champion. So yeah, so going into 2024, I think I think uh, Jungle Boy will be your TNT uh, champion. Yeah, I I can see that for sure. Yeah, you, I was, uh, and it's crazy because I just oh. wrote a whole year storyline <laughs> for the whole thing, yeah. and AEW <laughs> hasn't even hired me yet for it. So, well, uh, hey, they, they are still hiring. I checked out their website today. <laughs> no, they hiring writers because I will, I will, I will write storylines. I know. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they are. 
got a medical coordinator. They got uh, motion graphics. They got um, too bad I don't know any of those qualifications. There was four. <laughs> there was four different ones I've seen. Uh, I'll have to look on the line. But, yeah. but for me, uh, I would have had similar with Joe win last night. Would have been great heat. Going into his hometown, destroying him in his hometown, beating him in his hometown. I'll be going great heat because Smoke he's a better heel than a face. I feel like. Um, he, he proved that in TNA. He proved that in uh, Ring of Honor, too. Um, but Samoa Joe, I feel like he should have won last night and held it till maybe through or at, after Revolution. Jungle Boy wins the face the Revolution ladder match, and Jungle Boy defeats Samoa Joe. Uh, that's not happening now. But uh, I think um, – it's really tough to see who goes against Darby next. Uh, it definitely will be Wardlow again. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Sammy again. Um, but I think uh, Ricky Starks will end the year as TNT champion. Uh, now, who beats Darby? Uh, could be a few different people. It could be Ethan Page. It could uh, It could be Sammy, a four-time TNT champion. Uh, another, it'll, it'll be a riot. If, if he did. Um, but I love to see Lance Archer as TNT champion. Um, I feel like he should have beat Sammy in the first, his second run. He should have beat him. Um, you know, there's Andrade. There's uh, a lot of different people you can choose from, but I think uh, Ethan Page would be good to beat Darby and uh, maybe revisit uh, Ethan Page and Starks and have Starks in the US champion. Um, yeah, I got a uh, Starks. Uh, Ricky Starks closing out the year as TNT champion. But mm. yeah, normally there's a quite quite a few TNT title changes throughout the years because this year, <coughs> well, like last year was Sammy, Scorpio, Cody, Wardlow, um, Joe, some more Joe. That's at least five right there. So, uh, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got Ricky Starks. Closing you know what's, in, what's very interesting before I give you my, my pick, um, we all have workhorses of AEW as our like our potential champions. Uh, so my pick is going to be Eddie Kingston. I feel like the guy deserves it. He's put over like a lot. I mean, he put a, over a lot of talent last year. Um, yeah. He has had a, a decent losing streak as of late, but I feel like they could do like Adam said was still his phrasing. They could do a slow burn and they could easily turn it around um, down the road after, you know, Darby has a decent run, you know, has somebody that's a heel beat Darby. And then I think Eddie Kingston would be a good baby face that could come in and could be a good face of um, rampage. You know, he could bring back what Cody was doing, you know, defend the title at least, once every week or once every other week, you know, that, that belt when Cody had, it felt, it felt something. It felt like it was, it was important. And that's where Joe was going to. And I still think with Darby's win last night, I don't think it hurt the belt at all. Um, but I feel like with Eddie Kingston, you have a good workhorse right there. He could go to New Japan, defend it. He could go really, he can go anywhere in impact maybe, I don't know. I think with Eddie Kingston, he has that charm about him. He's over. The fans love him. You know, people chant his name as soon as he walks through that curtain. So I think Eddie has a good chance at uh, coming out and being the TNT champion at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, there's a few comments of TNT chat when I 
So yeah. uh, I want Christian Cage as team. That, that's got a nice ring to it. Uh, that would be Cage fun. Champion. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's hey, who Darby uh, could be. Or not Darby, but uh, Jungle yeah, that's, Boy. Uh, that's a good feud. Uh, Adam said Jungle Boy closing the year's champion. Maybe going in, hopefully Christian will be clear by then. Uh, revisiting that feud for the TNT title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's one more. Uh, who is the best TNT champion ever? Uh, mine's a no, wild I... card. It, mine's not. Uh, mine's 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 the exalted one, Mr. Brody Lee. May he rest in peace. One of the best TNT <laughs> champions. Yes. I, I really wish he had a longer run. Everything like that. I really did. So, um, but yeah, he's he's he he was my favorite TNT champion. Now, my favorite TNT champion is his first and second right now, Sammy Guevara. A lot of people will not say that, but Sammy put his body <laughs> on the line. Ouch. I was there for a lot of shows, and he puts his body on the line more than uh, a lot of people. Uh, I was there for – he went against uh, Darby Allen in Nashville. That was a yep. – I think it was him, Darby. That was a heck of a – on the, <clears> the ring. fantastic match, yeah. He does, he does the swan time or something, and, like – you could hear it throughout the arena. Like he hit the, uh, it's kind of like last night uh, when uh, AR Fox and Swerve, uh, Sammy's ladder matches, his steel cage, his war games matches. Uh, he's not afraid to do anything. Uh, yeah, I got Sam. But uh, Samoa, Samoa Joe has pushed Darby to even a bigger star. Uh, yeah. Because Samoa Joe is a very dominant heel. He beat Warlow. Uh, well, twice. He won the triple threat. He beat A.R. Fox. He demolished Darby. Um, I feel like he had a good... I felt like he had a better tire ring than Wardlow did. And Wardlow had it for over 100 days. Uh, but I think he put Darby in a great level um, as the next TNT champion, for sure. I think one thing Darby... Thanks for um, watching, Mike. Thanks for, well, thanks, Mike. I feel yeah, like Darby, like, um, he's he's my favorite um, if we're talking about like our favorite TNT champions. Um, both, you know, his first run was amazing. Like he, he had that same fire and passion that Cody had, but he had his own style. You know, the guys, like I said, over to the moon, like we saw last night in his hometown, you know, I kind of predicted it, that he was going to take this strap. And I thought, especially like after last night, like I said, he really cemented like, Hey, this kid deserves, you know, a two time, you know, run. And then hopefully it'll project him into a bigger star down the road. So that's especially now that Joe beat him. Well, now that Joe beat him, basically he brought Darby up to his level. So whoever beats Darby is going to be brought up to that level. So hopefully it'll be somebody like Hobbs, somebody, you know, Archer would be cool to visit that storyline. Daniel Garcia. There's so many different possibilities that you can do. Um, with Darby, that he could definitely project another heel to get up to that level. And hopefully, you know, Darby has a decent run. Maybe give it until one pay-per-view cycle, and then maybe at, you know, the first, you know, special of the year, maybe have him hand the belt off to somebody else. So it's going to be interesting to see. I do want to point with Sammy with uh, Samoa Joe's reign. Uh, He kind of defended it. Well, Tommy had it every week. He went against uh, Darby one week. The next week he went against Wardlow. Next week he went yep. against uh he went against Arrow Fox one time, then he went against Darby last night. So he did go a pattern every week. Hopefully that's continued yeah. with Darby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think especially if you especially if we do have a brand split like um like we were kind of talking off air, that would be a good face of you know your of rampage to have that give give you something to look forward to every week. 
or at least something with a TNT belt because you know a little bit with Sammy and you know with Sammy and Ethan Page that'd be like nice Page but Sammy and Scorpio Sky like it was a great program and then it had that weird that weird timing where um, kind of hot potato a little bit Wardlow I wish would have had a better run like I know he's always better at chasing than having a title and there's he's a better he doesn't need the belt to get over. But I still wish his reign was just a little bit better. Because if it was, I bet we'd be saying Wardlow was number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, his feud against he had a few good matches: Orange Cassidy, Jay Lethal, Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially Cage, that was a good match. I can't think of anyone else besides Orange Cassidy, uh, Brian I Cage, think... and Jay Lethal. Uh, well. Matt Taven put on a pretty decent match, but yeah, Matt Taven uh, did. That was probably my favorite match that him and Wardlow had. But really, uh, Lethal, Brian Cage, and Orange Cassidy were the only ones that really stood out. All the mm-hmm. rest was like Ari Davari, Ryan Nemeth, a bunch of indie bums. Well, that's what Anthony Agogo <laughs> said on Dart one time. So, yeah. yeah, I love that. All right, so now we're going to talk about the TBS Championship. And I think 2023 Uh, will be a better year for that championship belt. So take a deep breath. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Okay, so I think if it's not two of us in here, and maybe all three of us in here may have almost the same person we're thinking of. Um, That's what I'm thinking um, because I know our mindsets. I know we talked about it a lot. Um, But 2023 – um, I see is the year of the return of the real woman, Chris Statlander. Um, yes. I, and I see her coming back and being the only viable uh, opponent for Jade and to dethrone Jade um, of that TBS title. Um, not only will it, you know, kind of boost that title a little bit and pretty much just make a name for Chris Statlander, um, you know, and that's not against Jade. Um, you know, they've been they've been milking this undefeated stuff. They've been, you know, she's been on TV every week. Um, it just it's just been a bland run for me for, for this title. Um, it, it's been too bland for me. It's almost the same rotation of people coming in to to you know challenge her for the title. Um, but you know, you look at the roster and you have other options, but then you've also got a group of women on the roster that are in that world title picture um, and everything like that. Um, But, you know, you got to look at that TBS title and be like, well, it almost is like Jade's already ran through everybody. So who do you do? And and the most reasonable answer is, is Chris Statlander. Um, I think that was the plan all along before she hurt her knee. Um, I'm pretty sure she was the one that was supposed to dethrone Jade. Um, I, I'm, I guarantee you at full gear, it was supposed to be Chris Statlander and not Nyla Rose. Um, but that, yeah. that's just my belief of it. Um, but you know, injuries happen, you know, they're these, these, these wrestlers are, you know, people, you know, their things happen They They get hurt, you know, they put their bodies on the line and, and it happens. Um, but yeah, so going into 2024, in my eyes, is I think Chris Stanlander is going to go into 2024 as our TBS champion. It's a great choice. Uh, I guess I have a PowerPoint, I guess, or a spreadsheet of <laughs> this one. Uh, no, 
I said last night, every Jade tile defense. Like, can you think of one match that stood out? No. Uh, the one that I could say with Nyla Rose, like that one was probably her most and, uh, significant victory. <clears throat> and uh, now I have kept up with the AW title defenses. Uh, I, I keep up with the records, the title reigns, the uh, title defenses now. Uh, and basically, as Adam pointed out, it's the same group of people. Uh, I got her title defenses right here. Uh, she won the title from Ruby Soul in the tournament. And this is in order of who she's defended against. Uh, and you can see the pattern. Anna J, <laughs> Julia Hart, AQA, Allie, Ty Conti, Marina Shavir, Anna J, Will Nightingale, Lila Gray, Madison Rain, Athena, Diamante, Will Nightingale, Marina Shavir, Nala Rose, and tomorrow, Sky Blue. It's the underwhelming people. Uh, and There's a few, I'm sure they, few big names on there, but it's not like yeah, a baker or a... Uh hater or yeah but, really ruby was probably her but athena but, ruby um they're the only ones that really are memorable i don't know but the ones uh if they ever put her against serena deep that'd be it for jade that mm -hmm. would expose jade but they got lots of people who has never challenged her and would probably beat her if they did so what so not having her go against them makes her look oh she's the best in AEW, which the the belt is making Jade. The belt's making her. Uh, she's not but making. Sadly, she's bringing that belt down. <laughs> yeah, you know that's uh, that's the hard part with Jade. It's like that belt's probably the, my least favorite one to watch a week. Every storyline, it feels like it's just like Adam said, bland. Um, it's basic white bread with not even butter on it. It's just like I said, they've tried to protect Jade. She's done better. Like some of her moves last night, I would have to admit were solid, but uh, they, they need a, a champion that could bring up some of these ladies that are, are busting their butts that are new that need the elevation that like Statlander was carrying that roster, at least that mid card roster where, you know, she was putting on match after match on dark elevation rampage. She was carrying that roster on her back and making some of these women that, Probably wouldn't be in AW if it wasn't for Chris. So, yeah, Jade's doing the complete opposite. She has gotten better, but I'm sorry, Jade, but it's you're the least, my least favorite champion of AW history. Hey, and uh, it's nothing, and it's not, and it's nothing against yeah. her as a person. You no, know, well, she's well, just, she's a beautiful young woman, and 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 she's she's got a great personality. It just the the in ring stuff. You know, there could be some work done there. You know, maybe, you know, there's there's times when you need to look at your at your work and be like, it's like normal job. It's like, I got to look, where in my performance do I need to improve? You know, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, she does some say some of the same repetitive stuff on the mic, but she's getting a little better. Um, but as far as in-ring work goes, you got to put her up a, against a, a viable opponent. Um, someone of, of a stature of her, someone that can look her eye to eye, Ooh, someone that has perfect power and, and all that. Okay. And for me, it's Chris Statlander. I, and I will say this though, seeing pictures and everything like that, I will say I give uh, 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 Jade a lot of respect for her homage to a lot of things. And last night she won me over by paying homage to China. Because yeah. if you look at her ring attire, it was, China's old ring attire pretty much designed. 
And I was like, that's awesome because I love any professional wrestler that respects the past and pays homage to a lot of, of the history and everything like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think she, she does need some more work, but again, we're not bashing Jade, the person. <laughs> no, so I know yeah. a lot of people get upset about that. They're like, Oh, you're bashing. Jade. No, we're not, we're not bashing her as a person. You know, I love her as a person because she's a horror movie fan like I am um, and everything like that. So I'm like, I love her as a person. Just her, some of her in-ring stuff needs some some work, you know. So And uh, this comment right here, Red Velvet, I see that's just, this looks like the way they're going. That Same cool. kind of type of people that we're looking at. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Kira Hogan gets a title shot. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they give... Uh, one of the Renegades twins, Warren, they could bring in, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Leva Bates, have her challenge for it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like the reason they're not letting her challenge people like Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Hakur Shida, Mercedes Serena. Martinez, Serena Deeb is because uh, they don't want her to lose title. Her weak. Hey, oh, yeah. Serena Deeb is the main one. And someone that could look her straight in the face is this comment, Camilla Brickhouse from NWA. Yeah. She yeah. was there with uh, Layla Hirsch mm. and the comparison, Layla Hirsch and hey, L- L- Layla Hirsch would be a good TBS champion. I feel like she was going to get a big push before she got her. She would be a good uh, TBS C- champion. Cam- Cam- Camila is is exactly what her last name is. Is is a shit brick house. She is she is an athlete. <laughs> I watching some of her matches. Holy cow. Were, are some yeah, of her matches is. amazing? She is she, very. I, I mean, any of her work. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she did. She train under Booker T. She trained under Booker T. I believe. She might have. And uh, yeah, so I mean, between her and and you know, uh, and and uh, Chris Statlander, I think either one of those two would be a great viable opponent to someone like Jade. Uh, hmm, but okay. the uh, object of this, I kind of rambled off. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, I don't know who defeats Jade in the meantime, but in the end of the year, I would hope it would be Chris Statlander. Uh, I hope she's next TBS champion, not Sasha. If she comes in, just bumping everyone around and she gets it. Uh, I think that title. Well, let's not talk about. Let's not talk about that. I was kind of disappointed <laughs> in her new Japan Pro Wrestling debut. Money. Yeah. Money, money, and that hair, like that. What was that hair? Like I'm like, what? It's cool. That? I like it. I like it. it looks like fire. I like. I actually like it's it. Fire. Like someone commented. Judge, but... Someone, someone commented. They're like, someone commented. Be like, I love uh, her uh, Bam Bam Bigelow hair. It's very beautiful. <laughs> and I lost it. I was like, that does look like Bam Bam Bigelow singlet. Oh my god. Oh, I like, fantastic. That is fantastic. Oh. But, uh, Dude, you know yeah, it would have worked this. back in like the early nineteen, like like the nineteen nineties or the two thousands. Yeah. Sorry. But at this point, if Red Velvet did win the title, I wouldn't be mad, honestly. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't want it to be. But I, I want a uh, Fortis thing. I want uh, Chris Statlander to end the year as champion. Uh, and yes, I should, don't talk. I about think that, Monet. But... Sorry, Monet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just. Uh, Ethan. I, I think Chris Statlander, I think that's gonna be the direction they'll go eventually. Like I said, she's she's still one of the most over women. She's got a lot of people waiting for her to return. And they could make her into that level where Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, 
you know, where they were, you know, where they were at, you know, in their first few years in the oh, main roster. The, and then, you know, the I think she'll I be on the same that, level as Baker and Storm. And yeah. I think that that one was already bypassed Becky Lynch. You know, Becky, Becky Lynch is a good character, but her in ring work, I've, I've never been a fan of Sasha Banks or Bailey or, well, Bailey a little bit, I'm an XT, but I've never been a big fan of Sasha or Becky like some people. I, I've never thought Sasha was as big as people made her out to be. Uh, but everyone likes I think it was they took, I feel like they grabbed that brass ring of the sports entertainment wise and, and ran with it. And I feel like I that's, like that's what she's still doing, that's what she's still going with. Uh, it doesn't feel like a new character. Rely on that it's, anymore. It still feels like Sasha, even though her name's not Sasha Banks. It still feels like that's where she's still. But the whole money—it's just it's very sports entertainment wise. It's um, not money. But it's gonna be interesting. I don't, I don't think she will be. I don't know. That's what reports are saying. But I don't think she'll be the mystery opponent on on, on Wednesday. I don't think that's AJ gonna Lee. happen. AJ Lee would be cool. At least if we got AJ <laughs> Lee, at least we know that CM Punk's coming back. So that would be pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I think it's good that I think it's cool that we're all like we're all on the same page when it comes to the, the TBS World Championship. Oh like yeah. Statland, there's a lot of women that roster that she could easily elevate and make them stars. Just like and I know she'll be a big star to hopefully maybe by the end of next year she'll be the head woman. Maybe she'll have the big the big one around her waist, you know. Let this be a way to test her out to see, you know, let's see what she got. A, if they do do a brand split, they're going to have to make the TBS title a big priority for Dynamite. Uh, that's that's their women's title. They're going to have to make yeah. it the yeah. good women's title. Mm-hmm. So now you have the TBS championship. Let's go to the All Atlantic Championship. So this so, one's a hard for a hard one for me because there's so many viable people you can put that title on. Um, you know, I, I honestly think they should have pulled the trigger on Kip Saban. I mean, I, I honestly do. I mean, the man can defend that anywhere. And for some reason I keep going back to that, that I feel like they, they need to pull it on put it on Kip. Um I know I know he's got his title shot at Battle of the Belts against Orange Cassidy, uh, which was an yeah, which was an interesting tweet that he sent out about it, um, because he said first we win the belt and then we go to like New Japan. So I mean, he's already he's already talking about like if I win this belt, I'm already going to New Japan. I might as well defend it there, you know. And I I love Orange Cassidy. I love his character, and I, I love the stuff he does in the ring. But I I do feel like he doesn't travel the Atlantic as much. Like, I don't feel like he does a lot of inner. He's just mainly AEW. And so I think getting that to Kip would be a good start to 2023. Let him run with it. And then somewhere down the line, you know, I, I'd actually like to see if, and this kind of goes into later of a couple of my other predictions for a couple titles, but if they do not pull the trigger with house of black, winning the trios title i'd love to see malachi black win the all atlantic that'd be good i really do i really do i'd like to go see see him defend it all over the world um and everything like that um but that 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 would be for all atlantic that's my prediction for right now is um 
is Malachi winning it um, and everything like that. So I'd like to see Malachi Black go into 2024 as the All-Atlantic champion. You know, I can see that happening because I feel like Kip, I think he's hinting that he's going to win on Friday. Nothing against Orange Cassidy, but, you know, with, with Kip, he can go to Japan. He can go to England. Like, he can go and do what Pac was doing in the first place, just, you know, going out and going to the different countries. So, and Malachi could do the same thing. Because Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. it feels like his niche audience is either with the independent scene here in the States or an AEW specifically. I don't think he'd work in a place like Japan or, you know, or he might work over in Britain to an extent because they are hardcore wrestling fans over there. So I don't know. I think maybe the UK, maybe because they, they, they chant more like us or Canada, but Japan, they, uh, but I was, I was just looking up, I thought it was New Japan or uh, Noah, but it, he's going to DDT Pro. DDT um, Pro. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. He's going there. Uh, and I don't think there's been a bad all title run. It's been, even though Orange Cassidy hasn't went everywhere, he I think he's had a pretty good, decent run. He's defended the title against a lot of people. Uh, he's had a lot of three ways that I've I've been very impressed with. Yeah, he's defended the title against uh, the one three way was Rusha and uh, Preston Vance. Now Preston one Vance, was, yes. One was um, oh, I know he went against Trent. It was Luchasaurus and. I can't remember who the other one was in that Luchasaurus match between him, Luchasaurus, and oh, I got him right here. Uh, it was Ray Phoenix and Luchasaurus. That's who it was. He went against uh, Shabata, which was a very good match on Rampage. Lee Johnson, Jake Hager, QT Marshall, Trent Seven was actually a very interesting, very good match, and Trent. Uh, so I think it's had a good title run. I think Pack's title run was a little bit better, but it hasn't been a bad title run like. Oh, that yeah. just sucks so bad. It has been, but I have Kip Saving winning tomorrow night, him beating Kip's him, him beating Orange Cassidy, coming the new All Atlantic Championship, and he's already going to DDT. Have him go to Japan, take the DDT title with him, and defend it uh, a few places, and put him on Dark or Elevation, and show him that way. I I love when Pac did that. It was so and like the match he put him was very good. The one at uh. Reeve Pro or something in the UK, he put a fantastic match on. Um, now, the person to close out the year as TNT champion, I uh, I think Nikesta wins it sometime this year. Uh, but I would have Buddy Matthews close out the year as TNT champion. Huh. Um, Interesting. Okay. Say they, uh, say, uh, I think the trios titles will be more rampage if they had a, they had a, um, See, I don't know how they'd work that because if, if they want the house of black to go after the trios, they'll have to be on Rampage and all land would be on Dynamite. Uh, but it, uh, I think uh, Buddy Matthews closing out the year as all Atlantic champion will be very good. I'm gonna have to break their streak because I don't have a house of black are member you, winning. You it? Say, well, you know. <laughs> you're like, like not gonna say Brody King because Adam said Malachi, I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. buddy, man. Um, I'm gonna go with Takeshita. I feel like Takeshita. Oh, he's got ties in Japan, and I feel like he could he'd keep one of those stars that you don't have to have that belt necessarily on your product every week. 
So he could go over to Japan and Asia and, you know, on that side of the globe now, especially now the restrictions have kind of lifted, go, you know, to places that he's wrestled, you know, before I came to AEW, let him, you know, let him send in clips to AEW of his, you know, adventures, you know, with that belt and then have him fly back and, you know, face people in AEW. So I feel like Takeshita could reach a broader audience. And I feel like with, how Moxley's put him over, even though Moxley beat him, you know, just he's became a really great wrestler. And even though the roster was pretty bloated and it's still pretty bloated, I feel like that they did a good job with signing him and utilizing him so far. And I think they can strap the rocket to him, strap the belt to him and have him go places. And I think he'll be the one that leaves 2023 with that championship belt. I mean, that's yeah. it. I mean, it's a good pick, and I, I feel like he can have good matches anywhere he goes. So I haven't been disappointed in any matches he's had on TV at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one comment. Uh, the Kester will be – yeah, uh, I said that when I was talking. I thought the Kester – I don't know when, but he will be t- He will be all-land champion. Uh, he may be Kip Sabian. I think Kip Sabian has to be the next TNT champion, yeah. all-Atlantic champion. Uh, uh, I think he wins it. And uh, he's going to Japan, so let him take the title of Japan. Uh, and the good thing about if Nikesha wins it, if his visa runs out and he's champion, no big deal. He can take the title with him, go defend the title in uh, Japan or wherever he's at. When he comes back, he can defend it in AEW. That's the good thing about it. If his visa runs out, take the title with him. And that's the good thing about the all Atlantic title. Uh, yeah, Nikesha's definitely winning. He's, win- he's winning that title this year at some point. I think visually, I think it could look good too. I think visually, because oh. you haven't really had a whole lot of, at least in like the mainstream, like with WWE or AEW, besides Shida and Asuka, a little bit with Shinsuke, but I feel like you haven't had somebody that like normally would have that championship belt, uh, fortunately, from Michael Japan Nagazawa. or Asia. Well, Michael Nagazawa was pretty, he's a mega star, you know, he's Hall of Famer, <laughs> he's, he's up there with the best in Japan, you know. <laughs> Michael yes. Nagazawa is the best. So well, yeah. right now he's kind of he's not a keyboard, but he's the best on the keyboard too. <laughs> keyboard warrior, yes. <laughs> All right, who is walking away now? Who's going to walk away with the tag titles at the end of the year? That's interesting. So this one is all yeah. This is very interesting to me. Um, because I'm, I'm going through the roster right now in my head and looking at all the tag teams. I mean, the only the only viable ones I would have thought of were FTR. Um, but they just lost their titles lost at all Wrestle Kingdom. They lost all of them. Which, here's another thing I hate is people reading dirt sheets and people having these thoughts of and not really listening to from the mouths themselves assuming they're going back to wwe they're not um if you've listened to dax he said we're gonna take smaller bookings this year we're doing a lighter load because we also want to spend time with our families because i want to spend time with my daughter you know so they're taking lighter bookings this year so in no way shape or form i don't think they're going back to to wwe um but that would have been my pick going into 2024. Would have been FTR going in in 2024 champ. But now they're taking a lighter schedule and everything like that. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, 
my backup was um, if they didn't win the trios. You had Malachi Black as your All-Atlantic, but then you had Brody and Buddy mm, as your tag okay. team. So you um, had the your, your two with the World Tag Team and Malachi with the All-Atlantic. So you had all three members with titles. Um, and that's if they don't pull the trigger as trios. Um, and you'll notice that through my lists tonight. Um, that they're gonna my, my list is gonna flip flop a lot and just change with a lot of these titles just because based on how they're gonna go with it. Um, and then the only other viable backup I have with with that is if the acclaim lose them and then regain them just before 2024. <laughs> um, that that's another thought too is that they lose them to somebody, another team, I don't know who. Um, I feel like they've been very adamant about Jay Lethal and uh, um, Jeff Jarrett for some reason. They've been pushing those two to take. I mean, yes, I saw highlights last night. Uh, yeah, I read, read about it last night where yeah. it was a fake win, <laughs> and then Aubrey Edwards was, yeah. came out and turned it, and then they claimed one. So I'm like, was what? I was scared. So I was, yeah. <laughs> my heart um, stopped. Was that's like, what I heard. I heard. <laughs> That, that's my problem when I go on social media. I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot and I look at sport. I, I, I see results and I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to go back and watch this. No, 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 no. Um, so, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know why, but I feel like that's the thing. Their tag team division now with FTR, like going lighter. And I mean, the only I other team I can think of that I actually mentioned in my top five list was the guns. Um, I know it sucks. You can see them possibly being the ones at some point this year stealing stealing their way uh, into winning the tag titles, and then somehow the acclaimed coming back and winning them and being two time champs. Um, cool. But I, I think where I'm going down to right now are three teams that I that I believe may go into 2024 as tag champs, and that's either House of Black members Buddy and Brody. Um, the guns or the acclaim as a two time. So those, those are my choices. So, and yeah, like you said, best friends, Ethan said in the, in the comments, best friends are a good one. I think with the work they've done, they've, they've earned that opportunity to at least have a run with the titles. Oh, they have yeah, more than done all. But, uh, <laughs> you know, FTR could still be with the AW and still take a lot of schedule. Because if they just do AW and do a few indie bookings, just one Noi Rampage is taped, that one live show. Maybe if Rampage goes two hours and live every week, and if they had a brand split, they just be on one brand. That's already a lighter schedule right there, just being with the AEW. Like they don't run 365 days a year. They don't do house shows. They don't do a bunch of Saudi Arabia stuff. They don't do that. <laughs> Uh, but that doesn't mean they won't eventually have a few house shows here and there, but that doesn't mean they have to do all of the entire bracket of uh, house shows. But just essentially just working for AEW and a few house and a few indie promotions, that's already a lot of schedule. Uh, which since they lost the New Japan, they in AAA, they don't have to go out of the country if they don't want to. They just want to, if, if they want a lot of schedule, AEW is the best place to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. still be on TV, still uh, be on AEW, take independent bookings. Uh, sorry, a lot of schedule. I got FTR winning the tag titles, them closing out the year. Uh, 
if it's not them, my backup is Santana and Ortiz. Hopefully they can work it out. And the reason that they're not friends is because of Tony Khan, really. The booking is it, kind of – but it's not his fault in a sense, but it is in one way. Uh, Santana was tired of the booking, always being involved in a, in a group, like the inner circle, always having to be involved in some kind of faction or something. And Ortiz is fine with it, but Santana's not. Uh, Santana didn't want to team with Eddie Kingston and the Blind Guts, so they got into a fight. Uh <laughs> Uh, backstage brawl, which was real, um, and that's that's that. But uh, as uh, Adam said, uh, the tag team division now that they got the uh, trios, it's kind of overshadowed, and they've broken up a lot of teams. The Jurassic Express, they yeah. broke up. Uh, oh, there's a few Swerve other. Swerve in our glory, which they were really lasted out. a while. Well, you knew I that they were going to break eventually. But right. I think uh, a Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian SCU type because it, it was Reunion? only for it was only for Frankie and Daniels. It wasn't for Scorpio and Frankie. And they were the first tag champions, so maybe them come back as a team. Uh, but I got a, uh, I got FTR winning the titles by the end of the year. So I'm gonna have to go with the hottest babyface tag team right now. And I'm going to have to go with Top Flight oh, on this one. Yeah, that'd be good. It's because there's they're you know they have that chemistry like the Bucks have. You know they have gotten better at least at telling stories in the ring. Like I feel like I think now that they have a good base of they're not always caught like they're still flying, but I feel like they're doing more with their with their work. So I feel like with top flight, I feel like they can come in, they can win the belts. That you know, they're a good babyface team that could beat. You know, if say, if the guns get it, you know, they could be a good team to defeat the guns, and they could build them up and actually have them grow with the tag titles to where, if they want to split off from each other and be singles competitors, and they have that chance as well. Um, but like having like the kingdom put them over. You know, I've seen you know their matches. You know, with Claudio, there's a lot of there's a lot of people. I think they're pushing for top flight. Even Dax, like Dax was saying that top flight is always staying after. They're always coming up to Dax. You know, they're always coming up. They were going up to Punk. They're going up to Mark Henry. They were going up to you know some of the greatest in a locker room to learn. Oh, just don't, I like, uh, just don't go up to Hangman. He he won't give you advice. He don't. He's not taking <laughs> advice. I don't think he'll be giving advice. I don't think he'll be giving it either. But I feel like even though even they, though he was a world champion, I think you're just salty about Punk still. Uh, it's just yeah. facts, right? it's just facts. If he doesn't, we'll take advice. I don't see him giving advice. So. Who knows? It, I just I'm just I just don't care anymore about the dirt sheet stuff like that. I just stay out of it. But I think Top Flight will be your. I think they'll be the the ones that will leave. I really do. I feel like they could push him to the moon. I think if they can just stay healthy. They got a bright future. They, if they can, if Darius will just stay healthy, and that's why well, I think uh, yeah. maybe limited on their high flying, which Dak gets. Ray Phoenix, for example, God, he what, like three times AEW, since AEW started. Yeah, over the high, like I think you need to limit on, like it's hard to go crazy with high flying, but at least limit to some moves so you don't yeah risk getting injured all the time, like. Because the more bumps you take now, like look at look at Jeff and look at Matt Hardy, for example. Look how look how their bodies have been torn up. 
and I don't think Matt Hardy's. I don't think Matt Hardy's really recovered from when him and Sammy. No. That thing. I don't think he's really recovered no. from that. Not I don't think head so. like his head wise, he's fine, but like he cannot do like a lot of them, like he can't do his, his he can't do his uh, leg drop he used to do like he can't do that anymore you know like because i don't know if you guys listen to his podcast but he did a really good in-depth like stuff with his brother and mentioned like you know there's things that i cannot do and i know my limitations and i can i'm just gonna stop so i, I have a longer career so that way i can help the next generation so it's basically but I think, uh, just, uh, how would you say it um Reevaluating their moveset. And it's like, it is me and gonna do with halfway all together. Just yeah. Um, maybe just limit look, so you don't so you don't get injured. They could. They and could that goes back. Fight. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier about you know, you know, it, it, your your work ethic with everything, and that's the same thing that they have to look at is mm-hmm. looking at what they do move wise and looking at you know their performance. It's like, can we do this anymore? Um, do we want to do this anymore? It's really damaged our bodies. Um, and I said it earlier. I mean, they're still human beings and they still got families to support and you can't support your family sitting in a hospital bed or sitting in a wheelchair, not, yeah, not doing anything. So they really do have to look at their movesets and as they get older and be like, we got to change it. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, Jeff Hardy is the, um, Jeff Hardy is a prime example, but he, like a lot of the guys, he just will never be able to do stuff that he did. I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I, I honestly think Jeff Hardy may be done with pro, pro wrestling forever now. Yeah. I, I hate to say it without outside of just everything he's done with his body. It's just, he can't, he can't kick his habit. And no. addiction is a real thing. And it's sad. You know, I mean, you listen to Matt Hardy give, you know, tales. He's like, it's sad. You know, we we try to help Jeff. You know, he's my brother. I want him to get the help. You know, it's sad that he he tells stories of what's happening to Jeff. And Jeff Jeff just can't kick it, you know. And, And I hope that this is the last thing, you know, the last one with Jeff. But after this, I, I think, I don't think any other promotion wants him in their ring. Or what? I I don't think they're gonna want to book him, yeah, because of the liability of it, because of his addiction, because it's some it's very hard to kick. Which uh, he has went to rehab, and Matt, and Matt Hardy said that he was doing a lot better, but uh, that's still not gonna clear him from any legal. That no, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. No, uh, but I will say at least his career, at least his career did not end like it was in WWE. Was underwhelming. He did get to. In his career with Matt Hardy, he did get to at least did that, yeah. but hopefully, uh, even if he doesn't wrestle again, I care about his uh, well being more than his if he ever wrestles again. Um, because as Adam said, these are human beings, I, I care more about their health than if they ever get back in the ring again. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that with Jeff, it's always like I love Jeff, and when they have the whole WWE speculation that he was drunk and walked out of that match and then the whole you know that whole you know dirt sheet and he said she said stuff on both sides you know when he when his talks you know talks toxicology report came back you know it didn't show anything so but i feel like unfortunately with his match against darby and 
that you know that tag match where he jumped off the window seal in you know here in Texas. I feel like I feel like that really did a number on him. I feel like I feel like he just was, broke down. It was set up his match against Darby that set it off like that was the and if he would have wrestled that triple threat ladder match, it was uh when they were supposed to win him, that'd have been in his career. That'd have been it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because you could tell at double or nothing, he was barely hanging on, uh, which is catching up to Jeff. He's uh, no one will ever be able to do the stuff that he did. And uh, Russell to this day, like how many years he's put into it. Darby will, I love Darby, he will never be able to do the stuff that he, that Jeff put his Darby, put his body in line. I hope Darby doesn't, uh, doesn't go down that route. Uh, Not saying he will, but. I don't think he'll go no. for alcoholism, but I think he'll have to retire early. Though I don't but, think he'll make it out of his yeah. forty into his forties. Well, all the stuff that Jeff did was because he's in so much pain. You know, yeah, that leads to other things. So, Who knows? About the door, the dwarf order. No, I, I love dark order, man. But <laughs> yeah, uh, they've turned they've not. turned too yeah they've turned too much into a comedy act, really, and it's sad. They had so much potential to be this evil group and everything like that, but the best way it would have turned out was Wyndham Rotunda taking it. They didn't want to do that, uh, which I think everyone else has benefited. Uh, Alan Angels and Impact, Stu Grayson is. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I think he's just doing small independent shows now. Uh, Santana Ortiz. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, they weren't when they signed AEW. They were one of the hottest tag teams they signed from Impact Wrestling at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, now we're going into the trios division, and I feel like they've been building up this trios division. So there's a lot of teams I could see taking it this year. So let's, yeah, let's go, th- Adam. Who is your? Who do you think will leave as trios champion? Again, um, it's been jumbled. Um, my hope, if they don't, if they don't do what I predicted, they were do. I, my prediction is I'm hoping House of Black goes into 2024 as your trios champion. Um, at least for that matter, if they don't pull the trigger on them winning the individual titles, like the all Atlantic and the tags, um, would they do the craziness and maybe pull double duty as double champs? I don't know. All three pulling as double champs, you know, uh, Brody and buddy as tags and trios. And then, Malachi as all Atlantic and trios. I mean, I don't know. Um, another group I look at and we just saw them win the, you know, the, 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 the battle Royal as a team is AR Fox and top flight. I feel like there's something building behind there. And I've, I've seen AR Fox on independent scene. Love his matches. I think he is a talented wrestler. He is so good in the ring. Um, and everything and him working with top flight was a genius move putting him with them um and they're gaining a lot of esteem too so i can see them going into 2023 uh as trios something that connor brought up um and this is just a theory and i think a lot of us would agree we'd love to see it is punk and ftr as trios champs going into 2023 if if the punk can come back and they can they can make amends between punk and the elite and just wipe the slate clean and go hey we all effed up okay we got to get past this if not for us for the fans 
for the sales to make some money for this company because that's mm-hmm. what it all is. It's about making money and making making and, and just that's making a good right. product, you and know. Also, and that's and that's a good product. So you put those three together, they win the title. Um, I I mean your your possibilities are endless going into twenty three and twenty three. This is the one title like set of titles I don't have a a a an like a pinpointed person of go, a group going into twenty twenty three as their champs. I have no idea because it's they're so and I'm not saying they're fresh because you know they got you know they were introduced at all out you know last year so they're they're still kind of new but they're not new titles you know in the company yeah um but you got so many uh teams that can buy and go into i mean you got orange cassidy and best friends they can be your trios champions going into 2020 24 you know that, the that's trust a good, the trust oh my god yeah trust <laughs> is gonna be fun yeah <laughs> totally how about, how, about, how, about swerve, how about Swerve and Mongol, whatever, Mongol no, 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 no. Parker, whatever they yeah. said. Yeah, with I wanna, Brock, uh, gosh. Parker, Lesnar, and... Uh, who's going to buy WWE, the cons? Uh, I hope it's not Tony Khan. He's got enough on his plate already. He's got AEW, Bottle Ring of Honor. He does not... It's going to be like Disney Channel. <laughs> it would be uh, a big... But it'd be a circus for sure. Uh, I think Fox, I know Fox was interested in buying it, but they stacked the price so high that they weren't willing to pay. Um, it's got to be which I believe, you imagine? I believe that if Vince comes back, he's going to go on a mass release uh, spree again because the more you release, the more money you can get out of it because uh, you're not paying those wrestlers. So I believe he comes back, does a release spree, I think. Uh, Bronson Reed will I mean Jonah will be back in Impact I think uh, Mia Young will be back in Impact uh, Chelsea Green Michael Dunn is not going back uh, I think uh, Bray Wyatt will be gone uh, or maybe not uh, Kieran Cross will be gone uh, a lot of people will be gone uh, then they'll sell it to either Disney or Fox or uh, maybe Disney uh but here's so, so here's 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 the thing here's the thing uh, with Vince McMahon coming back to for a potential sale because I was reading stuff up on it. Um, apparently, he has to get three execs to agree to give up their positions in order to <laughs> regain the whole system of we got to sell. Um, but it was mostly all the executives that voted him out. So a lot, a lot of these people saying, "Oh, he's going to come back." It's like I don't think he is. I think his image is his image is already damaged. Like, who is he bringing Um, with him? I heard he's bringing two people with him to make this happen. I've never heard of those those two. He's bringing. I have no idea who they are. None. Apparently, they used to work with WWE. I don't know who they are. I don't know, but um, I mean, I've. I mean, I've been reading up on it too, and I'm like, that might be the worst idea they do is let him come back just to sell it. Because <laughs> if they're gonna sell it, um, uh, God, what is the other con? The, the other con's name that owns that company? I don't even know. Nick, Nick Con, Con's, whatever. Nick yeah, Con. I think Nick, Nick and Stephanie. Like, I think those with the board. I think all of them are 
more than capable of deciding here's a sell. You don't need Vince McMahon to come back. Vince McMahon has done enough damage. He is the <laughs> reason why I turned the product off in the first place is because of his creative decisions and releasing certain wrestlers that were making the product enjoyable. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I'll be honest when punk left, I left. <laughs> I was like, cause it's the same old BS that he was putting on TV and I was sick of it. I was like, I'm done, you know? Um, but yeah, no buying WWE, uh, a company is going to buy that, buy that. I, like you said, it could be Disney. It could, it could be, you know, another, I don't know who else. <laughs> I'm Seth Rollins and you're watching. Hmm. You're watching. McMahon, who has the majority voting power in the company, has informed WWE that he has elected himself and two other co-presidents, directors, Shell Wilson and George Burroughs to the board. So he ha- who has a majority voting power in the company. I guess he's the biggest shareholder, I guess. Which that's yeah. not surprising. The former executive. Who well, ran you think about it, like, like, um, like the Million Dollar Man says, Everybody's got a price. Pretty much. And that, I feel uh, like, like I said, that's it's going to turn into like, uh, it's just uh, Fox. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see it going well because it's already a huge corporation as it is. But a Congress company like stuff. Fox and Disney, you're going to start seeing next up is a Fredo's death match. I'd be fun if Paul <laughs> Heyman bought it, but that's not going to happen. Oh, he doesn't have uh, that much money. <laughs> That company, yeah, that company. Ball. No, <laughs> I, I would, I would at that point feel really. I already felt bad for WWE as it was when everything happened with Vince, but I would have a lot of sympathy for WWE at that point. They would get my pity watch just because I hate Dixie Carter. She almost ran Impact into the ground. No, she, she did. Walked. They literally had to go into a rebuild. <laughs> she did. She ran. They had to literally go into a rebuild phase because of it. And Jeff, yeah. and Jeff Jarrett should never gave her the power. AJ Styles says it. He goes, she ruined that company. Yeah, I, I was at this uh, Russell Kingdom. It was like a TNA convention. Jeff Jarrett was there, and a lot of them. And <laughs> she said that AJ Styles wasn't that big of a star and wasn't worth the money. <sighs> yeah, and look how it turned out for him. You know, the biggest, uh, probably one of the best recent WWE champions. The most. She ruined that company to the ground. She ruined their Spike TV deal. Uh, they had a deal set in place, but she wanted to add more money to it. Then she kind of like said, "Oh no, 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 we'll go back to the original thing." And they're like, "No, we're not gonna." Then they go She's to a Destination America, and then they go to Pop TV, and then they go to Pursuit, then they go to Destination America, then they go to uh, which Jeff Jarrett should never let her take in charge. Uh, people like to say that that uh, Impact's still in business because of Dixie, but look where it uh, maybe partially true but look where it got them uh wasn't for her they probably would have been uh as big as aew is right now uh we yeah. we, we might not have aew right now it could be impact wrestling because jericho uh, could have gone there yeah that's if AEW never would have happened uh chris jericho and moxley probably would have went to impact the elite so yeah <laughs> I, I was off excuse but me i had the, i had the yeah. so uh, we're talking you're fine we have, it's okay it's a talk uh, show. I think, We're good at going on topic. I think, uh, Adam, <laughs> this was yours, the uh, trios. 
I didn't have one. I I because this was I like I said this was the one title I couldn't pinpoint of who I think was going into 2023's champs because there's so many possibilities and I couldn't pinpoint one. Mine's a little a little interesting now. The undisputed elite. I got uh, Ooh, um, okay. Interesting. I got them. If Adam Cole hopefully he's, gets to come back, I know Kyle Raleigh will. Uh, them three, uh, Bobby Fish has to come back for that one match. He has to. Like they built that up so much. Uh, but I am going with the undisputed elite to uh, close the year out as champs. I like that. I, I think that's a good pick. I think that could happen if I think Bobby Fish. I think his bridge can be amends. Even though I think I said last night that he kind of burnt his own bridge. But I don't know. I feel like they I mean, can make money. I mean, I feel like. The, I mean, I mean, where's the lie? He did. He broke his. He burned his bridges. Where's the lie? That's sad. Mm-hmm. Like for Impact and him, that that's the reaction they got. <laughs> oh my god, that was so embarrassing. Yeah, um, I think for me though, I'm gonna have to go with uh, best friends in Orange Cassidy. I feel that's like right. you can have the House of Black have a great title reign, and I feel like another you know workhorse stable. Of those three, could easily win that champ, you know, win those titles, and then keep the story going and put over some heel teams. You know, they've been there since day one. Everybody loves the hug spot. Everybody loves, you know, Dan Housen as their manager. You know, they are over, and I feel like they need their roses. They need their time in the spotlight because they've gotten some decent amount of time and they had a few matches here and there, but. I feel like they're almost the same level as Santana and Ortiz where they deserve to have some kind of gold because for it to be what almost four years in now, they need, they need to get some gold around their waist. Cause if not, then like you're just a, you know, you're one of those, not job or enhancement team. I will agree with Stone Cold. Uh, He said, Rebecca and actually there, everyone was fighting for a title. Everyone, they always mm-hmm. do everything they could do to get a title. That's what made the product. So everyone was fighting. Uh, now Nowadays, lots of people are like, well, uh, they don't need a title or anything, but if everyone was doing it all to get a title on them, imagine the product, yeah. what it would be like. Which uh, things have changed. You know, it's not, we're not in, uh, no, we're not in the attitude area. Things have changed, so. There's more. There's more camaraderie in the in the locker room. There's no. There's not. There's some backstabbing yeah. and some, t- and some negativity and some egos. But it's not as bad as it was. Where most of that locker room, like Dax was saying on his podcast last week, where the, a lot of them are friends back there still, and a lot of them are trying to better each other. You know, some people they do need the championship. So it's interesting. You know, it's an interesting time that you know we are. You know, we're watching it. So hopefully. We'll see. You know, hopefully, we'll see best friends in Orange Cassidy with the trio's titles. I think it'd be a good spot for him. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So we have. Do you want to do the women's championship or the world title next? I uh, mean, might as well world. go women's. I mean, let's go women's and end with the world. Sounds good. Uh, All right, Adam. So. Uh, so this one was also another hard one, just because you're women's title picture is just so like small um you've got names that come up for me are you know tony storm again uh you could have sheeta serena d brick baker um 
Paige, Soraya, whatever her name, or however you say it. Um, but I think it's going to be Jamie Hayter. Um, I think she loses the title at some point, but then regains it. Uh, same same storyline um, with uh, the acclaimed with tag team titles. You know, if at some point they lose it this year, they can regain it and go to 2024 as champion, a two-time champs. Same thing with Jamie Hayter. Um, I think Jamie Hayter um, may lose it to some point. Um, maybe um, down the line she loses it to Soraya as a feel-good moment, and then Britt Baker um, wins it off Soraya to uh, get her win back from full gear. And then at some point you break Jamie Hayter off of Britt Baker and say, hey, I want my title back, and you got that storyline going. Um, so you get Jamie Hayter winning the title again going into 2024. So my guess is Jamie Hayter going into 2024 as a two-time women's champ. So, Okay, I like that. Um, I got a very interesting uh, – when we did our draft, when you do the draft, you realize there's not many women on the roster, as we noticed. Uh, but for me uh, – I think Shreya will get a title shot eventually. I don't know if it's going to be a brilliant Jimmy Hader or Baker. Uh, I think Shreya will be Miss Champion on her win because she'd be really the first mega name that women, women's wrestler to win that title. <clears throat> but to close the year out, I got uh, Tony Storm closing the year out as champion. I believe that she deserves an actual run. Well, it's recognized now, but at the time she was going in and not happy being an interim champion. She was not now she's happy because it was recognized, but going in the ring as champion, uh, I think uh I think Jimmy does lose it this year. Uh and who knows she might uh like Adam says she might uh lose it and then rewin it because US champion. Uh, but I got Tony Storm closing the year out as champion. I am going to have to agree with you on that. I feel like Tony Storm deserves to actually have a great title reign. And I feel like you had Jamie Hayter, you know, have her her momentum going, uh, push her a little bit longer throughout the year. And I think build up, rebuild up Tony Storm to have that championship again. Because, you know, she was, she was just as over as Hayter is, you know, she, you know, she busted her ass week in, week out. She was probably the most used woman on that roster besides Britt Baker this year. So yeah, I feel like you could easily, yeah, you could easily give her that in. belt back. Tony Storm mm-hmm. came in and she wasn't playing. She, she, she didn't care w- what it was on. If it was on dark elevation, she was going to put on a decent match. She didn't care what, what it was going to be on. She was going to make the best out of it. Uh, that's what I like about Tony. She's uh, yeah, the other per- sorry. Uh, her and uh, Jamie Hayter, I thought was the best women's match in AEW history. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people say it was Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, the lights out match, but that was a good match. But I feel like a pay per view match that was the best pay per view women's match they have ever put on. And like being there live for it, oh my God. <laughs> that, like that's the best women's match yeah. I've ever seen live. I'm still <laughs> jealous of that one. Like that was yeah, I'm still, probably yeah. the best women's match of the year. Just got her eyes yeah. sealed up. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, I guess, yeah. There's a few that you could give it to. Ruby would be another fun one to have. Like that would be a fun. Yep. You could do Ruby Soho because she's another one of those women that you kind of not been. She's she's kind of in the same spot as she was with WWE. 
Like she's not in a better spot or in a worse spot. The only thing is her schedule is just a lot better. But you know, she's she she's at least been in some programming lately, so I could see doing Ruby. But I feel like Tony Storm will be the direction they go towards the end of the year. But who knows? I, al- you know? I also see. I mean, what they did with just Athena, where they gave Athena the Ring of Honor title. Um, I can see them maybe doing the same with Ruby. Maybe getting her some matches over in Ring of Honor and maybe even dethroning either um, uh, Athena or someone else who wins the women's title in Ring of Honor, you know, and give Ruby a little run with some gold this year. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's very hard when you look at that women's division. Um, And that's why I said it was hard with the TBS title where, you know, we're down to one woman. Whereas the main picture, like the main title of that division, you can give it to a lot of people. Um, a lot of people that A, have already won it and can, you know, put more prestige behind it by being two-timers. Or B, you could give it to someone who's never held it before in that division that's in that picture. Um, like I said, the Britt Baker winning it a second time, you know, gives her a little more of an ego boost where she's like, I'm the first two-time women's champion now and all this stuff. Yeah. And it rubs Jamie the wrong way to where she's like, no. I want my title back, you know, until she wins it, you know, someone to like, like Connor said, like a Tony storm who can actually have another decent run with it. Um, I mean, someone like, even if she comes back this year, thunder, thunder Rosa can be put in that picture title, you know, that title picture, you know, does she win it? I don't know, but she's putting that, that picture, you know, so you've got some good feuds. You can, uh, some good matches you can pull out from all those women in that main picture title. So it's like I said, there's a lot, there's a lot of top women finally in that roster. And I feel like if they're going to do more signings, they might want to go after some bigger woman names or let some of the, like let some of the talent go and then have people come in from like NWA. You know, there's some people in impact wrestling they could bring in like lady frost would be good. Like there, like, so there's, there's some weaknesses still in the women's roster, but it's way better than where it first started. At least now they yeah. actually have a women's division. They could easily say, okay, I could plug in, you know, Jamie Hayter and Ruby Soho. I could plug in Hayter and Athena. Like there's a lot they could do. So I'm glad that they're, I'm glad where they're at. And I know there's going to be a lot more improvement this coming year. And hopefully one thing I want to see, which I'm hoping they start off soon would be have more than one women's match on the card. Give us the top women back on that roster. Yes, we had at least three segments with the women, a match and you know, two backstage segments, but I feel like we need to have I think we need to have an actual another match on that card. Because if I'm seeing on the women's division side, if I'm seeing the baddies every week, then why aren't you why why are you showing those girls? No offense to to they really should be just on dark and elevation when I could get well a broader plate of like Soho and you know, the bunny, the bunny is doing great too. Penelope Ford. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Alice should be TNT champion right now. Uh, Jay did not kick out in that match. She did not. Uh, <laughs> you know, Jim Ross said like, she just stood there for like a next second, two extra seconds and she didn't kick Gosh, out. Oops. So Alice should be your TNT champion right now. I won't call her the bunny. It's just hard for me to call her the bunny. I've always called her. Yeah, Alice. No, it's Allie. <laughs> I've yeah. always called her Allie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. They should on TV. Dynamite Rampage they should always be pushing, putting their best woman TV ready. Their best woman on mm-hmm. TV. Tony Storm, 
Jamie Hader, Britt Baker, Mercedes Martinez. She's back now. Uh, yeah. All right. So now it's time. Chris's favorite phrase. Okay, Chris, <laughs> shout out if you're listening. Uh, it's time for the main event. Who is walking out 2023? World. <laughs> you keep freezing, Lane, but it's hilarious because you're like, 2023 like so um me me it's and again it's going to the tag titles and the women's title i but also i i wouldn't be shocked um if it happened you know he had a decent match and you know maybe further down the line they 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 push it but i would not be surprised if it's either ricky starks or mjf going into 2024 as your world champion um as far and i look at it as a storyline kind of thing um you might get someone like njf holding the title for a while and then you know losing it to let's say a a a, Dan, a, a brian danielson maybe not at revolution but maybe at 24 revolution or all you know, yeah, tw- at revolution in 2024 mm-hmm. or at something like all out, you know, but then he regains it, you know, MJF regains it or, you know, Brian Danielson gives someone else a title shot and they win it. And then MJF says, I still want mine. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you can go with. Um, the sky's the limit for that title picture with MJF. Now, you know, he, with his character and his history in that company, he's got a lot of storylines that he can bring back. I mean, I know a lot of people want to revisit him in punk. If punk comes back this year, Um, you know, and I feel like, you know, Brian Danielson is filling in that punk space right now because it should be him. It it should be punk right there. We talk about how John Moxley was, was punk where punk should have been. Um, but the storylines are there with MGF. You got um, you can have matches with a Wardlow to revisit that that feud. Um, you can you know have a. Uh, I mean, again, you can still have feuds within the the Blackpool Combat Club where, you know, even Claudio can challenge MJF if Dan- Brian Danielson doesn't get the job done. You know, the the sky's the limit because MJF has that target on his back now and he's hated by everybody in AEW right. um pretty much i mean that's his character um and he does it wonderfully um okay. so yeah so going into 2024 um i think i'm going to try to finalize this one so i'm not beating around the bush but 2024 <laughs> i think i think i think mjf goes into 2024 as a two-time world champion okay i uh like MJF, he's not losing it at all this year. Uh, I said he's going to get that JBL type run. He's going to cheat every time he gets. He's going to beat everyone. Like JBL beat the Undertaker. <laughs> he beat. God, he, he, he ran through everybody yeah. until that major name like John Cena, a new big star, beat him for it. Uh, which MJF, uh, sorry, has been for like 40 something days. I think he'll. He'll be the longest reign AEW World Champion. Like he'll pass King Omega's title reign, uh, and like 
Claudio is a big enough name, the main event of pay-per-view to go against MJF, I feel like, if they ever wanted to do that. Uh, which uh, AEW, I've mentioned this before, is lacking star power with, uh, you know, one, uh, well, both technically injured CM Punk and Adam Cole. They're both technically injured. Um, yeah. Which, uh, you know, the champions they've had is uh, Jericho, big name, Oxley, big name, King Omega, pretty big name. Uh, the Hangman, kind of uh, a homegrown AEW, kind of. Mm-hmm. Then the past of CM Punk, a mega name. Then back to Moxley. Everyone's has been a big name, I feel like, and they need to keep that streak going. Like AEW is still very new. Uh, they're not an older company. Like it would then be four years. They're still a young company that they need. A- Well, MJF just snuck into MJF just snuck into a house because he heard us talking about us. <laughs> well, uh, I'll continue, I guess. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, should I continue? What CM Punk said. Uh, what was I at? I don't know. <laughs> I know what I was talking about. Uh, you uh, were just talking about the big names holding the world title. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, AEW, like the, they're not a. Or they're kind of still barely new. Like for me, them getting all be ten years. Like that's, you know, that's a little older. Uh, so I'll, if they go like to, you know, Hangman, CM Punk, Moxley, MJF to Eddie Kingston. No, not saying that Eddie Kingston will be a world champion. They they need that star power. Yeah. The they need that right now. Uh, which Danielson. Uh, I don't think he wins at Revolution. Uh, well, yeah. I, think I don't think so win. either. I don't think anyone's going to get a pinfall until until, until the last one <laughs> in that 60-man Ironman match. Uh, I don't think yeah. he wins the pin. The, the, the one pin wins it. Uh, I believe it will yeah. go to a sudden death match. Yep, we'll go to a sudden death. Uh, MJF's going to cheat somehow. He's going to pull off some kind of shenanigan. I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, it could be his girlfriend, for all I know, uh, or his <laughs> I'll say Naomi, it could be her. Uh, never know what he's going to pull out, but uh, I got him closing the year as champion. And Danielson beating him at Revolution 2024 title. Well, we're going to yeah. go three for three on this one. Then maybe uh, <laughs> if Punk's back, uh, Danielson and Punk and AEW and CM Punk. Take stuff. That, but that's the switch for thinking. But No, uh, I'm sorry. No more with CM Punk being that title. It's. Uh, Let's I not, think uh, not, he deserves it. If he comes back, he'll definitely have to work his way back up. You know, there's no, there's no going. I feel like that ship's kind of like sailed. Not being uh, negative, just because they need that big draw. They don't have that big draw like CM Punk right now. They they don't have it. Uh, Jericho and Moxley, they they've proven that they can't carry the company. Uh, you know, when AW first started, they got a million viewers the first three weeks. They never could get back to it until. No, uh, they had they had a million viewers way before Punk came along. Well, yeah, they got it uh, right before Punk got to where uh, Rampage over Mill. I think it was mm-hmm. the summer of twenty. Well, they got it one time during the pandemic. One time they couldn't ever get it back. It was like one point sixteen million. They never could get yeah. it back, but they got it around the summer of twenty twenty one. I believe they every it was like six weeks in a row, and then right about that time, CM Punk came in and business like all together Mer- he, like i bought a shirt and i, I didn't get my shirt because my order didn't process uh it's so bad that 
the site blew up. Uh, they trended worldwide uh, for at least two days, like everything. Um, yeah. Which uh, Danielson, if CM Punk came back, whether it's for a title or not, I want to see CM Punk and Danielson in AEW. Uh, I'm I'm done with CM Punk being champion. Nothing against him, but after Dax's comments on his podcast about him not wanting the championship, I get he's a draw, but I feel like they're it's almost like how Sting is at this point, you know. I feel like just use him to help get newer talent over. He did great with Darby, did great with MJF, but I I'm sorry to I don't try, I'm very down on CM Punk as of late. I'm trying not to hold it against him for everything, which, but I which stats doesn't the whole, lie. Uh, there has been the yeah no like no stats doesn't lie because because CM Punk is like a Hogan or John Cena or like, he's on that level to where anybody like I said where anybody he goes against of course is gonna print money. You know he's still a draw and he's still probably one of the last big names. You can maybe throw Jericho. You can maybe throw Roman Reigns in there, but they're like I said. When you think wrestling, Punk's name is automatically on that list with a John Cena. And unfortunately, yeah. like I said, and I love Punk. I I still love Punk, and you know I wish he wouldn't have said to the stuff in the media scrum. And I get with the fight with the elite, like th- both parties kind of are the downfall. Really, if we if we go under. It's gonna be because of both the elite and CM Punk. It's not just Punk, and it's I not was, just the uh, elite. I was uh, I just theory like, what if CM Punk's won the, like even like that Instagram post that we talked about one time? Uh, what if he's willing to put it behind his wall and the, you know, make a story? And I just he's willing to apologize, but it's not like Chris Jericho who says that he's not coming back. Well, it's not just Jericho. It's it's Jericho. It's Moxley. Well, it's some of the other locker room leaders. It's not really his, like when you literally go on TV. I'm sorry, this is going to be a dick move on my part, but when you go on literally a live media scrum, oh, you can refuse too, to take yeah. a comment. But when you go on and literally destroy that company, and they go off and get in a fight backstage where both your at least a decent amount of talent, but when you literally could lose your job over this, of course people are going to leave a mass Thrones because Punk is their darling. He is their their savior of wrestling, and they will not give anything else a chance. They're so fickle. I'm sorry for mm-hmm. being so negative towards it. I know I'm trying to be AEW, nice about it, but this AEW does not have that other draw. They they don't have it. But you the know, thing is, they don't it. need it. The thing is, they well, well, they need it now because like Punk kind of screwed like, that up. But they yeah, had plenty of, of viewers before Punk. They didn't need well, Punk, but it did help. Well, but I think well, all I around think business. People, yeah. all, all around, All around business. business, yes, but they didn't directly. They wouldn't be in the same predicament if, Which, like I said, if they right didn't have punk, is, or uh, punk was because right now is contract renewal, and they need all hands on deck, and they don't have, they don't have all hands on deck. Um, well, I think it's because of fans. It's not. It's not well, because of like they are missing. They're not. Like, they're missing like Adam Cole, CM Punk. They're, yeah, like the injuries are going to and they still Which, have uh, talent. Unlike WWE, they still have talent that are still great, but fans just don't want to love on it because see, like, they are hurt by CM Punk. Not saying to. CM like not not say like not you know what I mean like where they're still upset about CM Punk, so they're gonna leave. And the, of course, uh, with Hunter coming back, you know people are gonna suck on Hunter's teeth until the day well, ends. He may not. He may not have the company much longer, anyways. <laughs> that, so, that is that, true. Um, but 
I feel like it shouldn't be up to Jericho or Mox or anyone. Uh, they don't run the company. Like Tony Khan. Yeah, he, he signs the paychecks. And if he does listen to them, that's kind of like Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, basically it's controlling the WWE. NWO and DX all it's over all, again. Yep, so... Um, and and yeah. the leader should be Tony Khan. He should be the leader, not Jericho, not CM Punk. He, he should be the leader. He owns the company. Um, yeah. Yeah, you... you you can't let your your people make decisions for you. You have to make decisions. Uh, Mr. Man never I mean, yeah. listened. He never listened to uh, maybe Stone Cold or a few, but he would never let wrestlers decide who he's going to, like, what his decisions are going to be. It's a weakness with Eric Bischoff all over again. Same thing with, with you know, with uh, Paul Heyman. That's... They let the wrestlers have. Fortunately, I like having the wrestlers have a say in their creative decision. But on things like this, it's like, well, the fans are wanting to see him Punk in the Elite versus FTR and Punk. Okay, they want that match. Like, and they want Punk. They want the Elite. They're not, like I said, they're they're wanting that match. And you know, I get where I don't. I get where Punk and Jericho are coming from because I'm ticked. I'm still ticked at seeing Punk for what he said. I, I love the guy but i am ticked because we have a lot of drama and stupid dirt sheets because of that stupid media scrum he should have either one refused to do it or two like i said he was just as childish as the elite was you know like i said you don't like why would you go on i get you're controversial and you're the voice of the voiceless and you were going to speak whatever you're going to mind what's going to say okay but if you're really that guy that dax hardwood is seriously like heavily putting over that you know helped people you know with with their wrestling gave starbucks gift cards then like i said then you should have the respect of your fucking boss sorry for language but you should have your respect of your boss to not do that on national tv okay i understand why the elite went after him okay i understand why they wanted to confront him and i get why he like that why they had a brawl but because of both their actions aw has lost what two hundred thousand viewers since well, since punk left or two well, and uh, half, i had this two and a half it's like the wednesday now this one's about the last wednesday uh each segment they lost from the first segment to the end of the main event lost 20 well i got it right here um but i think it was it was when uh jamie hater and um who was it the holiday bash uh yeah hater and um Cheetah, Uh and I know we don't agree with Jim Cornette on this, but that one little o- that one minute overrun, like we're able to get to, like it was the highest thing. Um, yeah, but people weren't people weren't there for that one extra minute. You're not gonna tell me all of a sudden, oh, we gotta check it. The next for program, uh, which uh, th- this one thing it was uh, that episode, uh, first. Quarter first segment at nine hundred ninety-seven thousand. They lost seventy-two thousand. After that, uh, they lost ten k, twenty k, four k, sixty-five k, eighty-one k. Then gained seven thousand the last. Minute. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Let's. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to get off on a on a. <laughs> on a on a huge rant and debate, and I didn't mean to swear. I'm sorry. I'm not feeling well, and well, so I should use that as uh, an excuse. No. After her, after her new Japan no. stuff, no. 
No, no. But, uh, she won't, and she never will. Like the New Japan, yeah. kind of. Um, <laughs> that's where she. That, that, that's she's she's going to do. She's going to do New Japan and and possibly Lucha, Lucha Libre stuff. That's. Those are the two promotions she really wants to do. Yeah, and I'm okay with I, that. And I'm fine with that. I wish her nothing but success in it. It's just, but it's more. I think the network that will be the decision on that, though. If, because like I said they they're wanting them to go after Sasha. There's too much. It's too much, though. I mean, you talk about <laughs> you talk about I, someone that has left a job twice because of disappointment. What doesn't say that she's going to leave AEW in disappointment because she's yeah, not getting along with the her. women's locker room, you know? <laughs> or, thing, like, you know, all that. Say, so I will say, uh, they'll say the same thing about Punk, but uh, he didn't leave a title, you know? He didn't throw a title No. Up. He didn't throw a title no, he, at his, he didn't pull a Medusa <laughs> throw it in the trash. In the trash, yeah. yeah. He didn't, uh, you know, he may have had a fight, but at least, at least it's fight with the elite was you know at least both of them like was you know at least it was you know sticking up for you know what you believe in hers was just throwing a fit backstage at wrestlemania because her and bailey yeah. lost the tag titles and like a lot of people uh like no one supported sasha banks and now we're walking out no one did uh and i thought they could get a discount on mandy rose and sign her and gain more viewers yeah. and sign <laughs> like that's a wild card but i believe they yeah it's a wild card made- yeah I believe they could get a discount on Mandy Rose, sign her, and she'd be a bigger draw than Mercedes. But yeah, that's. We'll see uh, next Wednesday. We'll definitely. Uh, see what Hopefully, yeah. I honestly, I honestly don't think because I read somewhere that there's confusion over who the mystery partner is. Because um, the official announced to be, you know. I don't, yeah, think it's, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I mean, I don't think it's Storm, Sheeta, Rose. It, like I said, it would be nice to see Thunder Rosa come out. Page fans out. Yeah. I mean, that is. She's been, so she's been hurt, I think. Either that yeah. or there's something going on with her contract. Is, is she getting a divorce? I Maybe. don't. Think so? I don't know. I don't know what's going on in her personal life. I don't care. <laughs> I was never a fan of Paige Van Zant when she came on. Anyways, the only thing I enjoyed I was Jericho. I was just enjoying Jericho, just ripping her. It was great. <laughs> like I never knew who she were, who she was before. I knew she was I, an MMA. I knew she was an MMA fighter, but she was fighting like these terrible fighters that had bad records just to get her record run up. And then when she finally faced real competition, she quit. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, watch, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, I hope it's Mandy Rose. I really think that'd be a kind of a cool surprise because his, where does she have her 90 day complete cons there? Uh, yeah. She like, can't, under, yeah. I don't imagine so, uh, yeah. so. No, she's got the no, yeah. The 90 day, no, compl- no compete. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. It's one of those things that it's. I feel like they hyped it up too much. I wish they wouldn't have, but unless they were trying to get her. But at the same time, if, if hopefully it's something good. Hopefully it's Thunder Rosa because I feel like they could uh, turn Thunder Rosa heel. <laughs> like the, they yeah. didn't drop hints like they do a CM Punk like every week. They didn't do that. Um, so if fans are disappointed, uh, 
even, even though what Britt Baker said, uh, they uh, haven't really – it's just fan speculation, really. Uh, like th- They would be setting their own stuff up to failure, really. And that's, but I'm fine that's the issue. Tony, but I'm fine if it's Tony Storm. I'm fine if it's from the yeah. Rosa. No, I'm – no, I'm fine with whoever. No, but uh, that's yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna get disappointed over it because I haven't. Yeah, I don't know who it's gonna be. I haven't really. <laughs> I'm just we all just it. have to. We all just have to wait. Yeah, if it's AJ Lee, uh, oh, I mean, if it's, it's AJ Lee, Lee I think we're all popping. I think we're all gonna mark out. Yeah. But I think that I don't think it's gonna be Monet. Monet. Uh, once Paige fans yep. yeah, Paige fought yeah, yeah, yeah. She tried bare knuckle fighting and then, yeah, that maybe didn't work she should do the slap thing now. That slap competition that they keep posting on on TBS. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Was it that's slap in, like, championship? Russia. Maybe she'll do good like, in there. That's in like, let's that's like a Russian thing or something like that. That's like a European thing, and I don't get it. Who was uh, Dana White? Like, who is Bare Knuckle Dave? Bare Knuckle Dave? I had that name. I think it's, uh, what was that? The Big Show movie? And <laughs> was I that his name? I have no idea what you're talking about, Connor. It was, it was, a, it was a movie that was Big Show when he was helping this uh, orphanish home. And he had the, he was trying to be a boxer. Now, what his <laughs> wrestling name, whatever, was Bare Knuckle Dave. I could be wrong, but. Lane is Connor drunk? What is he talking about? I have never heard of this. Like, I thought you just quoted like a weird version, like of a big show, Nacho Libre. I thought you were doing like an alternate universe of Captain Insano, and I'm like, when did Captain Insano become Bare Knuckle Dave? Like, what? Bare Knuckle Dave. Okay, I'm going to look this up quickly. The movie came out in 2010. It's called Knucklehead, but I believe his name was. I could be wrong, but I believe it's Bare Knuckle Dave. I believe it was because I remember okay. that. Okay, whatever you say, Connor. <laughs> and uh, a big show. Uh, he did uh, at wrestling tights, but you'll see on the cover. Uh, Let's put Big Show movie. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna type Big Show movie because something came up with Big Knuckle or Bare Knuckle Dave. So, all right, Big Show. We could do a whole podcast on just terrible like wrestling movies. It's the one where he's in his underwear. Uh oh, Knucklehead. That's what it's called. Yep. Knucklehead. I believe his name in the movie is what's the name was Bare Knuckle Dave. Yeah, because it's called yeah, Knucklehead. Knucklehead. <laughs> it literally looks like a ripoff of uh <laughs> of Nacho Libre. Fun. It was fun. All right. <laughs> well, uh as we're winding down, um, before we go off the air, we're just going to do a quick speed fire round. Um, we're going to do one wild card pick on who, on one wrestler that could leave as a champion. So, all right, Adam, who's your wild card pick? Uh, my wild card pick is actually um, going to be surprising to a lot of people because, again, running down the roster and everything like that. Um, but it, my my wild card pick right now is going to be um, um, uh, Jake Hager. Uh, <laughs> I, I know it's weird. I know it's you weird. You like the hat, but, don't you, Adam? But that, but there's, but I mean, the guy. 
has a great physique. I feel like they, they can give him like even the all Atlantic title for like a day. <laughs> like, yeah. even if it's like, like a, a fluke win of something like, um, or it, maybe it's like they win like the trios title, the Jericho appreciation society. And it's Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager as the champs as the trio champs. <laughs> You know, I mean that—that's a possibility. So that's yeah. that. I mean him, but I'm putting him uh, as himself. I'm not putting Sammy and Chris uh, on that wild card one for the trios. But seeing Jake Hager going into 2024 with a title on him would be really weird. And I think I think it'd be I think it'd be really cool to give him one more run with a title somewhere in any in something. So. And yeah, yeah, I do I, love uh, that hat. I do love that hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, mine is some. It's probably someone that people think is going to be a champion. It's Eddie Kingston. Uh, with his recent, hmm. it, it feels like they're going back to that win loss record with MJF uh, hinted at. And uh, Eddie Kingston would be in any top five. Um, but uh, you know, uh, I could see him as TNT champion. Uh, Maybe tag with Ortiz or Santana and Ortiz doesn't work out. Eddie Kingston, Ortiz as tag champions. Uh, yeah, I got Eddie Kingston. I think Eddie would be a good pick. Um, the other one I could see that could walk out this year with the championship would be Darby Allen because he has a great match history with MJF. That story could always be reheated and. I feel like it can make money. I feel like if anybody's going to beat MJF, I feel like Darby could be that next big babyface champion. I feel like he could be the next. I think he'd do a better job than Hangman did. I really do. So, yeah, I feel like I thought we had some pretty good picks tonight. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, everyone had a different. Everyone had different uh, pick for sure. It was very interesting. Fresh, yeah, fresh, yeah. So, yeah, that's going to do it for Talking Elite tonight. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed our show. We had, you know, some great picks. We had some uh, funny and got a heated debate there because me and Connor apparently have heat with each other. But don't worry. It's yeah, all good fun. We love a, each other. Don't worry. It's not personal. Uh, it's something I'm personal. I'm just honest, we had 230, no, 302. No, we had 301. We oh. do not hate each other. We... It's just wrestling, okay? You know, some yeah. people take it too far, but it's, it's still just real to CM me. Pot. Damn it. It's still but real to me. Continue. Yeah, I love that guy. But uh, nothing's, there's no controversy. There's nothing, there's nothing going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm secretly fun. building a brand behind Connor's back. Just kidding. Oh yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> just this no, podcast like said, is ran by children. Like I said, we're gonna have disagreements on the show. We're gonna have little spiffs like we did. Oh yeah. I love Connor and I love Adam. You know, we're gonna keep going <laughs> strong and we'll uh we'll have a fun show next week. You know, we have I have a thousand different topics we can discuss. So um look on our twitter page for our next episode of talking the elite uh don't forget tomorrow night we are going to be live on here for rampage and battle of the belts five i can't believe there's five of them but battle of the belts five so 
we'll be doing a two hour stream watch along tomorrow. So make sure you guys join us for that as well. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe down below. If you haven't already, you know, uh, like Connor said, unfortunately we lost one subscriber tonight. Oops. Um, but Hey, share with your friends, subscribe. Let's, uh, let's get to a thousand by the end of the year. That's our goal. Like we said yesterday on our dynamite watch along. So uh, like us on Twitter as well. Go, you know, go follow us in there. We do different polls. Uh, we'll, of course, do announcements for guests. We are working on some very cool guests for the new year. Um, Connor has some cool guests lined up that I cannot wait for him to make official announcements for. So make sure you guys are uh, checking our socials for that. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify and Podbeam and wherever you guys get your podcast. Uh, help us grow. We'll keep putting out good shows and um, keep doing heated debates and keep having some great topics here on talking elite and the all elite zone. So um, you guys take care, have a great night and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.